0: Welcome to Drinkers, Inc., the least listened to podcast for the food and beverage industry. This week, Declan and I had the pleasure of having a cross continental discussion with numerous pub owners in Galway, Ireland, and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We want to give a special thanks to Johnny Duggan, current owner and operator of Taylor's Bar and Beer Garden in Galloway City's Bohemian West End. He's also the current chair of the Galloway City branch of the Vintners Federation of Ireland. He's worked in all levels of bars in Ireland since 1990. We'd also like to thank Malky Duggan. Malky is the proprietor of the Blue Note and Massimo Bars in Galloway's West End. We also want to thank James Stevens, owner of the Black Sheep Pub and Restaurant on 17th Street and Latimer Streets, as well as St. Stephen's Green in Fairmount section of Philadelphia. And last but not least, the unofficial mayor of Philadelphia, Fergie Carey, proprietor of numerous Philadelphia establishments, including Fergie's Pub, Grace Tavern, The Goat, and The Fairview. Do you guys have screwball over there? Yes. No. No. No,
1: not no. That's what we're drinking right now. Okay.
0: need peanut,
2: I up
1: peanut up butter flavored whiskey.
3: Oh. Oh. All right. Yes. Okay. So and,
2: make a <laughs> and jelly way to
3: the
1: race.
4: There you go. See if
3: See if
1: Yeah and raise you. So am I supposed to be looking at something too? Or should I... Well, that's why you, that's why, you, where, do you have your iPad? I do, I do. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the lad that said he had to bring his iPad. There's always one. Yeah, shouldn't be long now, lads. Well, I down. can just go audio, I don't fucking care.
2: I'm not, I'm, I have a voice for the radio, I have a body for the radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hold on. Should we move this? You're no, like, here, just fucking yes. Yes. Here. No,
4: no, you're good.
1: You're good. <laughs> Come Come in here, put it there. you yeah. there?
5: It's like Galway 2020, Matt. <laughs>
2: But as fucking disorganized as I am, <laughs> <laughs> having fun always. How <laughs> about
1: your drug dealing days,
5: Steve? They're
1: not done. They're not done. Let's not talk about that
5: life.
1: <laughs> 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 <only joking> <laughs> We're just had this conversation off camera.
5: Well, you're looking well, pals.
1: Oh, you look well, pal. How's everything going over there?
3: It is just brilliant, (laughs) Sotis. I think that's that's what we're here to discuss, how brilliant it is. keeping the ball pucked out. It is just great.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's close. You're closer to And your
4: enemy's closer.
1: Okay. Can you hear yourself?
4: Hello, I can hear myself loud and
3: clear. My name is Mal,
4: I'm (laughs) from a (laughs) clone. Mal means means bad in French.
3: (laughs) Generally (laughs) means bad in every language.
1: <laughs> now that we've we got the introductions out of the way,
3: I yes. <laughs> oh, you're, you're a Duggan too, Mal. I am a Duggan, no blood relation, though. I am kindred, kindred, mean, kindred, kindred brother.
1: Yeah, well, we've definitely spilled blood together, though, that's right. Oh, sure. definitely, yes, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> and you own, what's it, the blue?
1: Malachy owns the blue note and Massimo. We've yeah. Yeah.
4: been in the blue note before, possibly with Johnny
1: Duggan 30 years ago or something like that. No? <laughs> it's, it's been a while, huh? We have to get a we have to get a case 95
4: or 96, put it like that.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, we have to get and a case,
4: uh, like, yeah, you sent us, and then we are we're all ended up on the beach there, like, uh, just in for Oh, yeah, on the beach, drinking our faces off,
1: smoking, <laughs> yeah, doors. cigarettes, no doubt.
4: Oh, yeah, no, but that was back <laughs> when tobacco was king.
1: <laughs> well, uh. Just, uh, it's uh, great to have you all here. Just for by way of introduction, I suppose, just to get the formalities out of the way, Fergus huh? Carey, Mr. I,
4: all, I work Saturday nights and I
3: agree. <laughs> <laughs> I, miss, I miss working Saturday nights. I used to work Saturday nights <laughs> well, just last week.
4: Know, I, you, I don't want to work Saturday nights. <laughs> we, we had the business and this in this environment these days, <laughs> I take it.
3: You know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, we have uh, Mr. James Stevens here, who's also the proprietor of uh, the Black Sheep and uh, Saint Stephen's Green here in town Everything for sale. If <laughs> Everything's for sale. And uh, so, and then obviously on the other side of the fence, we have Johnny, my brother, um, who is the proprietor of Taylor's um, Taylor's Bar and Beer Garden uh, in the West End, and also now officially, as of I think last week, uh, brother John. I think a, a chairman of the Vintners Federation of Galway, is that correct?
5: That's right, yeah, yeah. So. Could I just say yeah. that the,
4: the word vintner is not used enough in the <laughs> English language? Yes. <laughs> language. <laughs>
3: Indeed.
4: It's like the word Shatner.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: you, you did hear the uh, other like a Captain Kirk's line of lingerie went out of business. You know, apparently, nobody wanted to. Well, nobody wanted
2: to wear a in our panties.
1: Well, and then uh, <laughs> I guess uh, so. We've got the 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 boys and girls out of the way here. We just wanted to kind of have a quick conversation with our, for I guess for the for the listeners. The idea here is we have two uh, bar owners from the Philadelphia area, two bar owners from Galway, Ireland, and um, what we wanted to discuss was just kind of the pre. COVID, now currently in COVID, and hopefully post COVID kind of stuff that's going on in everybody's bars. But then also a bit of crack and talk about some uh, good stories like best pub stories, etc. So,
4: could I start off with a, a bit of advice for us all that came from our, our president, Donald J. Trump? He said that uh, restaurants will survive, they just might have different owners. So, relax, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
1: leadership at its best yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, no, <we're> getting political.
1: <laughs> no it's definitely gonna go there there's no doubt about that but uh i guess one thing I'd, I'd love to kind of tease out is first of all kind of trends i know johnny you and i had talked about some of this earlier was pre-covid kind of trends in the pub like what was going on in your pub generally like what what you were seeing the most of and then you know what's happening now
5: yeah, we we I suppose we would normally be a pub that would be able to hold about 350 people. And with the social distancing that came in, we had to drop that to about 110. Um, and in the last, maybe in the last week, we've gone, Ireland has now set up uh, on five different levels, five being total lockdown. And we've just gone to level three from level two. And that allows us to have 15 people outside only and just to do takeaway. 15. So 15 yeah so it's 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 since last wednesday it's been a kind of a almost a total shutdown again for the trade but prior to prior pre-covid i suppose the the big things that were happening were well i suppose it's 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 easier to explain post-covid once we reopened our kind of cocktail sales went from seven or eight percent of our sales to about 30 percent of our sales everybody Everybody seems to w- wants to come out for a cocktail because they, they can't have it at home really. And Guinness sales, draft Guinness sales. Now I mean not the type of Guinness you get over there and this is uh home <laughs> brewed and, and 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 available from St. James and Gaines within three days. <laughs> and uh, so we found um we thought actually that sometimes our draft sale there would be would be as high as 50% of our overall sales. Like it's probably still coming in around that, but half of that is Guinness, whereas wow. maybe that would have been 20% or 25% of that prior. So everybody's coming out for a pint of Guinness, well, so they can't get it at home.
4: Uh, let me ask you, Johnny, yeah. is your uh, draft selection a lot smaller now?
5: No, uh, God, we'd have maybe 25 handles. Thirty, maybe, so it's, it's like what our stout selection would be, we would, we'd have maybe, we have Guinness and some, some places would have Guinness and Murphy.
4: Well, let me just uh, explain what's going on in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia, and Philadelphia has been during all this, so I'm one step behind the rest of Pennsylvania. Well, we are at a 50%, uh, we are allowed up to 50% of, your, uh, of our occupancy at the moment but though people are not coming in. Um okay so, like so Fergus Pub can have twenty four people in it, you know. But like but okay. we have the, the street is slows down outside uh five days a week and that's what's saving us. But the, the, for the most part we're not so- uh, we're not uh, people are not like coming in but like now we are but yeah we we shave down like from our dra- a draft list of eleven like basically down to four or five you know just uh hey we're having difficulty getting draft here and then like but then you can get great deals uh from oh we got this we got uh, and, like uh green king ail on at uh, the moment at the, at the on the you know nitro port and it's um it was a great deal because it like the
1: they're trying to move inventory I, have, yeah.
4: But yeah. I do have to say i know you're not gonna get though you've never been <laughs> uh what's got but they uh but they, they, the guinness is the best ever now because it's all fresh yeah and um, but that being said like I, we couldn't get we actually uh, i had to buy from we had to look around and get one you k know, game which was a regular was not, right? yeah, crazy yeah like, really? so the guinness, uh, but the guinness did actually dump all their uh Old, uh, the
1: inventory that was here. The, so
4: when, yeah. like when you get like a Guinness, yeah. a and happened a few Guinness recently, and it's the best. Uh, like
1: a, uh. There's a couple of great points in there now. Like, so one is, one is, first of all, I think, uh, something that hasn't been addressed probably in Galway, which is outside street, you know, saleability. Like, so that's something that happened here where, you know, pubs can actually capture some outside space, some parking spots and whatever you, and set up. So that people can actually sit outside, because as Fergie said, there's a lot of people just not comfortable walking inside a pub these days, and uh, and for obvious reasons. So then, but it allows the pub to open up and have table sales outside. But you you don't have any of that over there yet. Is that is that something that hasn't happened or?
3: It it happened on like so on on that we like the was pedestrianised already. They got to kind of close off the true way, so a lot more bars there got to.
1: Because it's stuff. already pedestrianised, I guess, Mal. Right, Yeah.
3: Now so in our our part of town we tried to get it pedestrianised and we outside Johnny's pub and my pubs and we went to the council with plans and traffic management plans and they just went nah it was wow. just okay
5: yeah there was there seems to be a, a hesitancy here because it's such a festival town that uh, the Gola races were on which is probably the biggest festival of the year and they they were hesitant to try and. They were hesitant to give people more outdoor space in case it would allow large-scale congregations of people, because the races had actually went on behind closed doors, and they were afraid that the the, the city was going to get uh, infested with people that wanted to come and watch the races on TV in Galway. So, but they they could have done an awful lot more to help us out, but they they they, they haven't. But we, we don't have the, we don't have the same issues with you guys. A lot of people are feeling safe enough to come in because of the the protocols are fairly strict here in relation to wearing a mask and how many people can come in at a time and you have to table serve everybody and walk them to a table and that so the general public seem to be fairly comfortable with the social distancing you know so you know people have been doing reasonably okay with people coming indoors as well but certainly beer gardens and outdoor spaces are more popular
1: right
4: I'm yeah,
2: just gonna ask. people coming in and it's really a tale of two different crowds at uh, Hobbits and Stevens where it's more like a na- real neighbor neighborhood. And the outside tables are doing really well. Inside, the only people who are coming inside are regulars, like real, like the hardcore yeah. regular guys are like, stuff this week, yeah. where's the black sheep? They, I swear to God, <laughs> like, I mean, if I could put more people in every day, it would be, you know, easy to do, but I mean, so we've separated it out. People well. are coming in.
0: People are coming into the
2: black sheep, but they're still not coming into St. Stephen's. And they've told us, like neighborhood people tell us oh. we are still wary of coming inside. Yeah. I get it. I do get it. But like
4: I i you imagine like you're in uh, Istanbul and what you know, you're walking down the street and there's a fella outside his restaurant is like, you'll come in and I get you like you That's what I am these days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm outside on the street every day. I think the joke about uh twenty twenty is uh Ten times the work for a tenth of the money. Well, right. like you know, we're there every day and, and we're hustling. Like, uh, and we're like, oh, you can. But I do like uh, I'm the, the uh, I see people as it and oh uh, the three. Uh, uh, you can sit inside too, and it's no. But as Jim pointed out, then uh, Jim's my business partner and a few of these ventures. He points out like the people who, the people who are comfortable coming in. Could be the people who are uh, like, don't believe in this shit and don't want to follow the rules. That's exactly right. Don't respect, don't respect. You know, like, the you know. like apparently, though, one day, a few weeks ago, like, the first seller in for the day is an Irish seller. Like, and he's like, this is all bullshit. I'm like, trying not to fucking walk away from him. Like, it was like, oh my God. Anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah
4: well, but here I, i'll tell you that this I, I i've been the last few days i've been thinking this thing i'm thinking more like private party private events right so like they, like so you uh like say tech doggan and 20 of his friends and they all pay 200 dollars, and they can come in to fergie's pub like and it's just theirs maybe we scan their take their temperature maybe they all wear masks but you come in right and it's a private party and like so you can go up no, you know, hold on, hold on, sit down, everybody. You could go up to the bar and there'd be a fella <laughs> behind the bar and he'd be serving you, right? And what do you call it? And it would be this experience, so like, you know, a bar experience.
1: I'm almost it, like a bar experience. Yeah.
4: Really, really, I'm calling it the 2019 experience.
2: <laughs> People are starting to warm up the parties. I put four last week, all for uh, November. My party's off 25 or less. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? But what the deal is, um, I, I still am wary of it, but I'm going to do it because I have to. Yeah. But my deal is with them, I was like, okay, um, we're going to take everybody's temperature. When you're upstairs, it's a private event. As far as I know, they can't mingle. Um, but I think I'm going to have to get them to sign disclaimers or something. Yeah, I think yeah, you
1: probably would, should. You know, it's probably which, wise.
2: Which, which is another thing. But another idea that... I mean, I if, just, if
1: Trump does it for his get-togethers, then he he you should be doing it for Trump yours.
2: So Anyway... <laughs> Well, another thing? I are did, you allowed to say Dick?
1: <laughs> yes, on ours you say are.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> last night was my first time doing this for anybody, and it kind of worked out. I had a girl call me up saying, "Listen, you know, do you still do open bar packages?" I says, "No, that's just for parties. Like we only do it for parties." And she was like, "Well, what about if I brought eight people, and I know it's only going to be six? What if I bring eight people and we do a two-hour open bar, just sitting outside around the table with food?" I said, are you sure you want to do that? I said, it'd probably be cheaper for you to work away. She goes, no, no, no. So last night, we had, the first time we did it, we had eat off and come uh, sit outside. They paid $30 a head plus tax and tip and whatever food they had. And they got an open bar for two hours and they fucking loved it. Yeah, And you're guaranteed that spend ahead, which I think is all right. Well,
1: it's,
0: I mean, I it's, I think it's guaranteed these days so is good, right? That's I mean, what it's the, the breweries
2: are going to offer people.
0: The breweries uh, like Double Nickel in New Jersey are doing. Where it's you know 175 dollars all you can drink. You have to bring your own food, so it's a little bit different. But it's all you can drink. You get a table of eight, and right? That's it. So uh, I'm yeah. I mean center. that's. I mean the cost of that is
1: probably you know, they'll make two cakes for that. You yeah. know so you're unlikely to, to drink all that. But that, that's a couple of great points there as well. I guess one of the things i was thinking that came out of that discussion there was you know ancillary like how do you make more money like i mean it it truly is testing the entrepreneurial spirit right now i think you know in in real ways like so people have to kind of really rethink how they did business before so john we were talking about this yesterday about you know some some things you're up to and hopefully you know maybe some good ideas can be shared here so that everybody can pick something up for one another but uh, can you would you mind sharing some of the stuff we talked about yesterday
5: yeah, I mean, we're we're you know we're we're just we're bottling. We've about three. We have a fairly decent cocktail list, but about three of them are sell more than most of the others. So we're we're bottling those and selling them uh, for click and collect and uh, packaging them up with food and different offers. There's a a fifty euro and a thirty euro and a and a cocktail only offer, and you can. You can click, you can you can pick them up, and you can buy a coupe glass and a cocktail shaker, and you can have the cocktail experience at home that you normally get in the bar. And uh, um, so we're we're just launching that on Monday or Tuesday. So we're hoping to sell a good few takeaway cocktails um, for people that are living in the city or living in the area. We're just we're not going to go down the delivery route or anything like that because it's just it's like thirty percent commission there. Over yeah. here. so, so Deliveroo is oh.
1: like what, like like a like a delivery service for anything right. for food and grow up like yeah,
5: food. yeah, yeah. Just eat or deliver. one of those mm-hmm. you can you can you can team up, but some of the some of the delivery charges are prohibitive. So yeah. we'd rather discount the cocktails a bit and let people come and come in and collect, and uh, at least you can monitor who's picking them up. And, and
1: you know, that's like driven that. driven through your own website then as well, right?
5: Through through our own social media channels and website and word of mouth and that. So I at the moment I'd say this probably there's probably 12 or 14 bars in Galway just remain an open serving 15 people outside of of about 90 inside the, the city so like there's very few open at the moment so wow. a lot of people a lot of people are looking for you know for alternatives that are not just yeah. picking up a bottle at the at the off licence you know?
1: and I, you know when you think about Galway i mean Galway's such a a bar-driven town, like, I mean, mm. you know, this is something we we discussed as well. I mean, like, this, it's kind of the lifeblood of the crack of the city. Like, you know, if the pubs aren't, if there aren't that many pubs open, how's how's the feeling in the town? Because the town is driven by, you know, the the fun that spills out of the doors of the bars. You
3: know, they, like, the, the, the biggest problem, well, one of the biggest problems is, like it was mentioned earlier on, it's like it's twice the effort for half the money and no crack. Yeah. And it's yeah. the no crack that's, that's the hardest. I mean, we know there's no money. And we're not fucking, right. but the little no crack is, like... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. the, the thing, I, I've got these big
4: pieces of wood in my establishments. They used to be called bars, you know? Now, now they're wait stations, you know? Like, that's right. Yeah. You store your, like, salt and pepper there. But it's like, yeah, but, like, this... Now, I understand that the whole point of, like, Like stopping the alcohol and like the bar thing is like I I guess you know after a few pints here we'll be kissing each other over here. (laughs) But like, but it's just like which brings us to assistance. What assistance you lads got from
3: the government? There's there's very good wage subsidy schemes. So like right moment we're getting two hundred and three euros per employee. You know so, but it's taken as many staff. Even though we hold, like even right now, I've got 15 people in my beer garden outside. I've got two staff on, and another one's probably coming later on. <laughs> it's great, you know. Right. So, and and, I- and what, what do you do then? Like, so you know, I think
1: you've got a you've got a team of staff. You can't keep them all employed, right? Like, or or, or you're, you know. I've if,
2: got a crew more Yeah, a, I mean
1: I think that's that seems like what's happening, right? So there's probably
2: And they're the bravest of the brave. They're the ones who, who are like, fuck it, I just want to work, I'm not scared, come in. Yeah. Because I am terrified of one of the staff getting really sick. Yeah. And I've explained that to them all. I'm like, listen, if you want to work, it's on you. We're gonna do everything we can, but it's right. on you. Oh right, like can I ask you a question? Do you know anybody who's gotten really sick? Yes. I know there's back at uh, Probably end of February, I had five or six staff members. Ben was one who got really sick, and we uh, three of them were told was walking pneumonia, and the other ones just said it was really bad flu. Nobody really knew what it was. I think it might be COVID.
1: Okay. Yeah, and John, I know you had you had an uh, issue with a couple of staff at your as well. you had to shut down <laughs> for a week as well, right?
5: Yeah, we had an outbreak. Yeah, we actually had um, we had six people come into an indoor table and sit down close to the bar and. Uh, it turned out that they were all at a highly infectious stage when they were in and they didn't realise it. So they were in on a Saturday afternoon and the following Tuesday, they all te- all six of them tested positive for COVID. And because it was kind of midday, uh, there was one guy working behind the bar and he was behind Perspex and was a good two metres or two and a half metres away from this table. But he took off his mask because he, he wasn't working with anybody else behind the bar and he felt safe to do it but he picked it up because it's just, I mean, the, the health authorities told us anyone in that room that didn't have a mask on probably would have, would have picked up COVID that day because of it. So there was a number of infections, the table next to them got infected. Um, one of the staff members got infected obviously, but it turns out, they went to a number of places that day and over the weekend, and they had something like 45 or 50 infection straight back to the group. So, um, they just said it was highly unusual that you'd have that many infectious people at the same table at the same time. So we had to close. We had to get everybody tested. We had to wait for seven days to get them retested because it takes seven days to manifest itself. So by the time the results came in and things like that, it took us maybe 10 days. We shut down for 10 days.
4: And so um, your staff who got ill, did, did they get... I mean, they test positive, but did they get ill? Were they like- no,
5: no, uh, no they, they, the, the worst of them said that they had you know, a kind of a mild to a medium-grade flu for about a day, Uh, and the rest of them said, you know, uh, there was a couple of people tested positive and had no symptoms at all. So, but they were all quite young, um, healthy, young, no underlying illnesses, so.
4: It's been going on so long now, and I've taken it very seriously, like, I I, I find myself, like, uh, laxing now, like, yeah. I'll share a joint with you, Jamesy. But I'm also like the uh, I get, like so who, who's getting sick? You know, the who's diet like the it, it, you know it, it is this. Uh, I don't know. It's like a, I. think it's, it's just a frustration
1: for a guy, yeah, yeah, Also,
4: but like you talk, you know, tech talks about like you know, the the bars in Galway and like the light blood, and the spilling out onto the street. So, at ten thirty at night, like just when the pubs were we're, were, were staying open until um, eleven, 11 12, like 12. we can sell something till twelve, but basically stay open until eleven now. But a few times recently, drove over to my girlfriend's house, leaving the pub, but like after ten thirty. On, a, on a, any any night, like it, and you're driving through a ghost town, you know. Yeah. And you're and yeah. driving by my favorite bars and clubs and music venues, and they're all shut up. And it's just like, it's a, uh, it's so, uh, it, it's we're closed down, we're, we're shut down. We, we have prohibition as well, okay.
2: you know. They, uh, yeah. No, I, I just uh, say something annoys me about not nah, that, that early. T- Look, <laughs> grab. It. Here's a deal. So. Jim Kenny, the mayor, turns around and goes, Okay, no booze after 11. Or the governor it. said, and he's now let up to it. And uh, so that's fair enough. And I can see that they're thinking, Okay, after 11 o'clock, people are maybe nothing good happens. Let me tell you Bad something. things happen in Philadelphia. I have guys in the bar from 11 in the morning drinking their frolics off, and it's like shots of whiskey <laughs> and beers. It's none of this. And I mean, <laughs> These guys. So, what does he think? There's like the wor- before the eleven worst. o'clock at night. There's going to be nobody drunk. Uh, so,
4: COVID uh, COVID comes out after eleven o'clock. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> but also French fries kill COVID. So you have French fries with your pie. <laughs> Uh, you know it, it is, like,
0: it's, good. It's, it's just getting to the point where I think it's important for everybody that's involved to make that decision how much are we willing to risk being able to either keep running your business or enjoy what you enjoy I mean one well, of the uh, things we enjoy is going to the bar yeah and uh, you know, we, we and had this conversation Ryan
1: on the way over yeah. here like one of the things we were talking about the way over here is I think everybody's starting to get as as, as wrong as this sounds you know ethically. I think that most people are starting to get comfortable with with taking that risk and saying, you know what, if it's one percent, it's one percent, you know. And I think people are just so fatigued at this point okay. that they're willing to take well, the I chance.
4: Agree. Well, it, you know, it's gone on so much longer than we thought. Like at the on the uh, like March fifteenth or sixteenth, I spoke to a close friend of mine, Suzanne O'Brien, who uh, like she runs a restaurant group. And uh, I was saying, like, well, what's this going to take two weeks? And she's like, no, it's done with more like eight weeks, you know. And I was like effing it off and said, oh, you're so negative, you're so pessimistic. (laughs) So I called her like a month or two ago and I said, I'm I'm calling to apologize. And she said, well, I was wrong too, you know. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah.
4: Like, we're six months in and like uh, the, uh, yeah, like, it sort of cripples, like, uh, yeah so which brings me to uh, like asking the irish lads the irish in ireland lads like so percentage of uh what, what percentage of business are you at now like compared to last year i'll just tell you uh, about of my main, my flagship for this club the
3: mothers
4: mm. uh, we're at a, we're up to 60 percent now of last year you know but like okay that was saved by uh what do call it but uh, by us going out onto the street and then we got four times busier by us taking over the street you know but we basically set up and wednesday through uh sunday uh wednesday thursday Friday, Saturday, sunday we set up outside we basically set up a festival and then break it down again every year but that's what's saving us. we're four times busier now but and that brings us up to like 60 percent of where we were last year which uh, which I'm, I'm quite pleased with, but you know, I mean, sixty percent. That that forty percent. Yeah, that's, and that's the the big forty. Like, it's, well, I mean, it's, and I'll, I will say, I'm, I'm not paying full rent. I'm not, I'm not, it wasn't the landlord's hmm. idea. It was like I just <laughs> yeah. paid eight percent of uh, net sales just to just to give them something, you know. But like, yeah, I'm a uh,
5: yeah. I'm, yeah. Well, so we're you know, we're. Uh, I suppose we're. The bar I have is it, it was we operated what they call a late bar on a Friday and Saturday night till about two a.m. So we're not allowed trade past eleven thirty. So our Fridays and Saturdays are down fifty, sixty percent. But we're finding that there our Sundays to Thursdays are up because a lot of people are coming out at, at off-peak times because they can't get in on a Friday and Saturday night anymore. So they're coming out on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So in general, there's weeks there on a very good week. We were eighty percent of last year. But then, like, we were closed from the 15th of March until the 20th of July. And, uh, and we closed for 10 days for a COVID outbreak. And we're now back to level three, which means we can only ha- seat 15 people. So we're, we're operating at maybe 10% of, yeah. of what it would be normally So, like, when we get a run at it, it's not actually too bad. But the problem yeah. is we, ha- we haven't been able to get a run at it. Yeah.
4: Well, and, uh, my yeah. 60%, uh, that's just compared on, like, last week. Yeah. Um, to last week, last year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the overall, like they uh, take yeah. they take the full year into account with being closed, fully closed down for three months, and then mm. barely open for a few months, and then, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then with people still not being comfortable coming in. No. And there's yeah. a word for it. Actually, I look. I, I remember from my economics class. It's called pure shite. Twenty five
2: percent. The sheep. Has slowly climbed up to fifty percent of what it normally would do. I'd say wow. this time, the last last year, the same week, which I'm thrilled about. Now that's only been about the last three weeks.
1: That's okay. crazy. Before to that,
2: be- we were we were struggling. We had just you know with the drink window, which was good for because you had your solid regulars coming up northern shots and the frozen drinks in the summer were a big shot in the arm. They were flying out the door because um, people were like they carried around the city and drink which was a good help to us but I- i'm telling you if we if, if it goes back to you uh, getting locked down again and they say oh well you can still do curbside and all this and, you know what i'll close I-, I made a mistake opening for all that crap before if you're doing
0: oh. 500 a day yeah are you kidding me yeah. That, yeah that brings up that brings up an interesting thing though do you think that if the city allowed you guys just anybody in general to walk around with alcohol would that Help.
4: They do. They, they Oh, they oh do. yeah. No, even I'm i, I, I walking down from here with my daughter and I grabbed a bottle of Miller Highlight and strolled down. <laughs> this. And something I would never have done a year ago. Yeah. You know? yeah But well, yeah, no, even like, so it, it, it also, like last night, like they, uh, I was basically there like all day yesterday. Uh, but like last night, I like the, you know, at maybe 8 30, it cleared out a bit and then it started filling up and I'm like, Oh my god, we're getting a late hit, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then like but then like you know and also I'm thinking like so then we, we shut down and stop serving but just at eleven o'clock, man, like it was like basically it's like you're shutting down when it's showtime, right? Right, you know, yeah, yeah.
1: But, but, Lights know, are on, everybody's yeah, in the it's form. 7 o'clock on yeah. a
4: Saturday night, and, like, you're no, stop, yeah. you know. But well, I, 9 o'clock...
1: you just,
2: make all your money, 11 to 2. Oh.
1: Well, I, I just don't understand <laughs> the close from 11 to 2. I just It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, COVID's not going to get much worse, and, and and it's up to you as a publican to manage your premises, right, and to manage the people within your four walls. That's, That's the reason point. you have a license. It's a lot of them. There's so, people who are
2: finishing right. rounds and come out. That's what packs the black sheep at night 10. Right. Late yeah, night, late night, like twelve thirty on. It's all right. Shooting.
1: It's all. It's at the end of the day. It's under your license. It's under your responsibility to manage whatever's going on. So, I I don't think the change in hours should be ha- should be happening. Like it's it's still the same thing. It's just slightly. I, I don't get it. But anyway, like I want to I want to jump off the COVID
3: thing. Unless anybody has, because uh, uh, I don't. Just, just, just yes. Yeah, sorry, looking, Matt, Go ahead. It's, it's people's faces at eleven o'clock and they're finishing up and they go well. What do we do now? And you go, yeah, man, well, you go home. Like, but 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 we never go home. You know, You know that's a great point.
1: But what does what does happen? I guess is are, are, is everybody just then milling into somebody's home and having a big ass house party with you that's know? What's going to happen? I'm telling you. I mean, I think that's probably what's happening. It's a Oh, that's what
4: that's
5: what's going on here. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it is. Okay.
4: Yeah, I, I knew that. Like. I think a lot of a doorman of mine, like, uh, he's out in, like, speakeasies in West Philly and stuff like that, so there's that type of thing going on. And I believe, like, s- strip clubs in some way have been going on, like, uh, How are they still
1: going on?
3: I'll explain <laughs> that
4: to you later. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but <laughs> a lot of of I don't know. I I don't
1: understand how a strip club works from six feet away. (laughs) I'll do that table dance. Yeah, okay. You sit there. I'll be over in this booth over here. Um, But anyway, uh, one quick one on, or moving on to one of the subjects, because I I think we've (coughs) – this has been great, first of all, uh, to understand both sides of the fence on that one. But wanted to get to some more fun stuff too, because obviously as – you know, salubrious bar owners across the globe here. I'm sure you all have fantastic stories about, um, you know, just your best patron story, your best bar story in general, your best staff story. Uh, We'd love to hear some of those if we could. So, you know, I'll open the floor and, you know, Fergus, I'm sure you're probably going to be the first one to jump in because you've got plenty. In fact, I was involved in a few.
4: So I think maybe to, for the Irish in Ireland lads, that I should tell a, a joke that might uh, like give the lads an education of what like the barn and bartenders are like over here. So up in Boston a few years ago, they did this uh, study. They wanted to see if dogs took on the personality of their owners, right? So what they, they took uh, an architect's dog, an accountant's dog, and the bartender's dog, and they, put it, they left them in a, a warehouse overnight, and they gave them a thousand dog biscuits each. And then they went looking for the dogs the next morning, and the first dog they find is the architect's dog. And sure, doesn't he have it all? He's, he even has one of the dog biscuits as a bow tie, and he's standing there, and he has it all. He has a map of the whole place laid out. And so, this is brilliant. This is just what we were expecting. And then they go, and they find the accountant's dog, and he's all the dog biscuits lined up in, in rows, and he's bark, and They go looking for the bartender's dog, and they can't find him anywhere. They found out that he... Crushed the ball the dog biscuits, snorted it, fucked the other two dogs and called out sick that morning.
3: <laughs>
1: I, uh, as, a, as a bartender, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Jamesy, give us your best story.
2: Well, half my problem's trying to remember them. But, uh, just, just some funny circumstances, like, uh, yeah, late nights when I used to get into most of my, trouble, nearly all of my trouble, in fact, well, not all of it because I'm good at getting into it, but I remember just when I I, I left my first wife and I was a uh, wee bit of a bender for a couple of nights and uh, I woke up uh, this morning, I had to be in the dark horse for, I think it was half seven in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning for uh, uh, a soccer unit. And I woke, up, I woke up beside Decky on a mattress <laughs> and uh, a friend of ours <laughs> Apartment, and no, uh, not, I was like, no, no, no! It was Frankie Sulpardo. <laughs> That's the right. Those are something, but uh, that
1: was a long so night.
2: Anyway, anyway we're waking up, and I'm, I fucking brush myself off. And I run over to work, and later on that day, uh, I'm talking to Daddy and he goes, he goes, jeez uh, he goes, um that was great he goes we didn't get back over here about half four in the morning i don't know how you got up i says i'll tell you how you got up i says remember that operation you got for your snoring he said yeah i said it doesn't
5: work (laughs) great story and
1: you nailed me at the same time <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: we had this bartender called helena at the very beginning of her club, and uh one day we had this daytime regular who had a martini but he obviously had a few martinis elsewhere so he'd have the one martini in the afternoon and then he there uh, and they'd be just toppling over them like so one day like you know he comes in has his martini and he's Popping over, And I was like, Helene, you, you can't say with anymore. And but go, so he starts stumbling like you. She cut, cuts him off. He starts to leave, but he's walking the wrong way. And I see Helena running over to him, grabbing his arm. And I, I think, oh, my God, this is great. She's really doing a great job. And then she says to him, he says, where's your car?
1: I'll walk you to your car. <laughs> <laughs>
5: no,
1: no, wrong answer. No. <laughs> Brilliant, Johnny. Any any good ones? I know you have some good ones from there. That's for sure. King's Head. Uh, yeah,
5: well, I remember. Well, I remember one night actually. We went. We went in for to a local hostelry in down the west, known as the Blue Note. And, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> myself and a, myself and another guy, and uh, we were all kind of. We we decided we were going to go at it that night, and we all arrived into the Blue Note from different areas, and we were going to have a couple of. A couple of tighteners, a couple of looseners. Anyway, Malachi there, uh, he went to the bathroom and whatever happened when he was in there, he thought he was in the pub on his own, locked the pub up, locked the two of us in the bar and the two of us had to sleep in the bar with the alarm going off all night. uh, (laughs) Well played, Val.
1: well played. Okay, now, uh, Mal, you're up. Top that one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was in Johnny Doggins
4: pub one night. <laughs>
3: Generally, all the stories are the ones that people come back to you and go, Do you remember this happened? You go, I have absolutely no recollection of that. Before, ever. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Robert,
4: a bunch of luscious. So this shouldn't get broadcast at all.
2: Here, I have one I just remembered that happened when I was sober. So... I'm bartending one night in Moriarty's back in the day, and that, that was uh, probably, I don't know, 97, 98, something <laughs> like that. And it was, that part of the, the city wasn't busy yet, so it was quiet at night. And I remember like the first night I was working our Fergie came into the bar for half 11, and it was just me, me and the whole place. He goes, who else is here? I says, no, everybody's away. He said, for fuck's sake, lock up. He you're gonna get killed. <laughs> so meet me over at Fergie's later on, which I did, but I stayed open to close to it. <laughs> Anyway, I'm working here over at Moriarty's and uh, it's late-ish, like maybe, I don't know, like 11 o'clock or half eleven. but it's not that busy. And um, it's me and a couple of staff and there's two doors to come in. You go up some steps, two doors. First door opens. I'm like, okay, somebody's coming in. Second door opens. This guy walks in and I went, oh, for fuck's sake. He was like built. He was pretty well built. He was 6'2" but he was skinhead and he's like covered in all those like old tattoos, like yeah. f- jail tattoos, and one on his cheeks and all this shit. And he comes in, he walks up and I walked up and I said, hey, how are you doing? And he just stared at me, like stared at me for like five seconds. Seemed like an eternity. Turns around and walks out of the bar. I was like, well, that was a bit strange. Yeah. No so doubt. thought not enough of it, and this is no joke, five minutes, maybe five, ten minutes later, door again. And this guy walks in again. And I was like, uh oh. And he he walks up and I go, Yeah, you yeah, know, can I help you? Can I help you? And he stares at me again and leaves. So there was only myself and a waitress, and I was like, This is really weird. Yeah. So I went out and peeped through the curtain about the, <laughs> the street. And I could see your man going up and down and up. And I was like, "Ah." Oh okay penny's dropping he's obviously fucking on awesome or whatever yeah so i was like all right no big deal so the guy comes in and this is sounds like a joke there's a true story he came in a third time and i came out from behind the bar and i started working towards him i goes, no nah, buddy i said listen i said you're gonna have to go and he just looked at me and he goes Jesus Christ, he said, How many places do you work in? <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: uh, I couldn't stop laughing for two days. <laughs> I've,
0: I've a great,
3: not, not my story, but I've a great story of a friend of mine who was in New York for years, like years ago, and Seth and his mate, they went out on the town, on the tear, and uh, in a part of town, that they're, they're working in Europe and they're in a different part of town didn't know and they just dropped a load of acid. And they went into the bar and just straight away they pissed off all the locals, you know. <laughs> so they're out of the So they kind of see a back door and they run out of back door and they're just coming up off their heads. And they end up in this kind of, a, in an alleyway, you know, with the big chain link fence at the end. And the locals are coming up with baseball bats to, to you know, give lads a fucking beating because they're just annoying them. And two lads are just put up an acid at the time, and one of them is freaking out because he's going to die, and the other guy is just laughing. laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and to the guy just laughs more and more, and the guy's freaking out. What the fuck you watch? what are you laughing for? This guy's going to fucking kill us. And he goes, No, they're going to kill you. Ah,
1: <laughs> 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 oh, that's top notch. <laughs> mm. Well, good stories, lads. That's great. Um, uh, we, were, we were talking about um, one other thing I think we wanted to bring up as well, I think, on this, with this group was, uh, was just the future. Like, what, what does the future hold? Like, wh- what do you see? I know it's, it's kind of pessimistic right now and it's hard to see, but what, what do you think is going to happen and, and what's the duration or the time period and how does it look, you know, post-COVID? Who knows? Like, at
2: this stage, it's yeah. week to week, isn't it? It like is. it's starting to spike again they're saying. Yeah. We I think we're about 6 6 weeks to 8 weeks behind you lads over at home. And uh I I from what I've heard they're they're shutting they're shutting down the bars again. Uh or yeah, at least like, they're restricting them again, the wet bars especially I think they're they're closed again.
1: Yeah. And, and uh, well I th- I think Mal was or John was saying yesterday as well that not to interrupt you, James but no. that that Northern Ireland particularly is is having a real problem with COVID right now as well so yeah they
2: never did at the start they were like oh we handled it really well i just don't think it hadn't hit yet yeah and i know that Mm. it was really strict and i know people most people were trying to stick to it because they were scared and whatever like everybody else but i I think what's happened at home is exactly you know what's happening here it's Mm -hmm. just people are sick of it they're tired of it it's just they're ready to go out and do herd mentality and that's I think that's where all these mm-hmm. cases are coming from. But and and what Fergie said earlier: Are they getting really sick? Like honestly, most people just have the sniffles, you know. But then you get the people you hear. Oh, I know there's a 51 year old guy doing Belfast dead of it. Yeah, and he was a fit enough guy, so you just don't know.
1: Well, that's it. I mean, that's that. it's very unpredictable. I think that's that. That's part of the issue, right? Like, so the the herd mentality thing is is tough to sell, um, especially yeah. when we're seeing the numbers we have.
4: So uh, the question, like, uh, yeah. you
1: know, what's, what's the, the future?
4: future yeah. like, uh, I, 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 well, I, I'm just hoping for the best, like, but, right. So let's say, two, let's say December 2019, Fergie's Club, Friday night, six o'clock band, uh, John Train, like, you uh, you got yeah. the early crowd. Like, uh, later on that night, live band karaoke, whatever. There's a, around the corner, is a, uh, a pop-up Christmas bar called tinsel uh like a tiny little place but with massive uh pr or whatever and like so so we're, we're jamming like we're yeah. is jamming like from like all day and all night right? uh, but uh like you know 80 people packed in upstairs uh, doing live band karaoke three-piece band on stage everybody sharing that one mic you know <laughs> or you, uh, you, are, you are the one but, and i was just like i i, I just asking the question back: Will we ever get back to that again? You know,
2: you would uh, hope so. You would hope so. Well,
4: cool. I, I mean, I, I, do hope so, and I like, I want to, like, say, so, but, uh, but then again, is it a year? Like, you know, but you know, you, you uh, if you're looking at, like, your, like, let's say, uh, profit margin, uh, like, let's say, it, really healthy profit margin at twenty percent, like, you know, they, uh, but. Uh, that's the 20% that's not there. Mm-hmm, We're yeah. still 20% away from getting to that 20%. Mm-hmm. So, you know, are we going to just like, uh, be like a of shredding water for the next two years, you know? And yeah, can we get then? Like we are just, so the Irish labs over there. We, we got like a big, uh, PPP money payroll protection program. Oh, right. Uh, you know, a lot of work jumping through hoops about like, but we, I got like, you know, uh, a, a healthy chunk of money for most of the uh, for your people. For all yeah. for the people and there was use for utilities and rent too. But it was just like uh like yeah, some of the places got more over a hundred grand like they got. But they uh just all that money money is gone. But like they uh but if if they want that back, you know, if, like there's we're hoping it's all forgiven, you know, but like if in twenty twenty one it's like, oh you have to pay sixty thousand back now. I I could see like yeah. twenty twenty closers and then I could see twenty twenty one closers and maybe twenty twenty two closers, you know, but uh, you know, that that's like oh yeah, but they, they have to forget they have to work with us, you know. Yeah. I mean it's right. just like you yeah, you want us to survive. But the, so on that note I do like the city has like uh lacks the la la la, you know, the sidewalk cafes and then and then moving out onto the streets and street, like taking over parking spots and stuff. So the city has worked with us, but like, it's still
2: not enough, you know? Yeah. What I mean? they, uh, right. Yep. Okay. I just want to go back to uh, the point you made earlier, Mal, about how uh, that you guys applied to try and get your an, an outdoor area made bigger. At the black sheet, I'm only able to put six four tops outside. That's it. And beside me, there's a building that's empty. So. I asked those people, which is what they were saying in Philadelphia, all you need is get them to sign off on your extension of premises. It's under my insurance, bang, there you go. I yep. thought that's a no brainer. So I went out and bought eight more high tops and students <laughs> and everything. And then I sent, you know, I called up the the landlady or whatever and I said, this is the, you know, all you have to do is like, you know, sign off on this. She goes, oh no, we don't want to do that. I said, why not? There's no even in the building. Oh no, we're worried about insurance. I said, "But." honestly it's on my insurance mother so they said no to me so i've been stuck with eight tables outside rather than 14 tables outside through this much like you weren't able to get the extension that Mm you wanted so it's very much luck of the draw some of these people like over live in south jersey all these bars of car parks see a car parks there's now 20 picnic tables in the car parks right Mm -hmm. and they're thriving in fact I, i talked to one of the guys that owns a lot of 40 like odd bars and he tur- turned around to me and said some of his places are having their best You're month right. to month like of course they were closed for whatever two months three months but on this mm. time this summer compared to last summer practically all his spots are up because it's so much outside right? uh, and that uh, that's that's the that's
1: the restriction i mean that that's the restriction you know that's pro or con right like so if you own a place that has a parking lot and you can put a bunch of stuff out that's mm-hmm. that's great through maybe early December, but what's everybody going to do January through April? You know, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, that's, that's where we run into, that's my concern is, you know, we have, you know, we're going to hit, uh, you can have heaters, but if it's 30 degrees out and, you know, there's a foot of snow if out, I nobody's going to want to sit, sit if outside. If I drink it and it off and, and there's
0: heaters, I'm fine.
1: And it's the same thing in Galway. Like it's going to be pissing rain um, and nobody's going to want to sit outside in that and, and do the outside, even if they, even if they've blocked down Dominic Street and let you guys do it, you know, who's going to come? You know, is the question. So, so I, you know, not again to get into the negative side, I'm just trying to think through like what, what is the future? And, you know, like Fergie was saying, you know, there's probably, there's probably other shit to come, like other dominoes to fall in the next year where other businesses, you know, especially the onesies and twosies that might just go out of business. Um, So there's, you know, it'll cheapen licenses, I think, that are capped because, you know, there's going to become more available. And, People
2: uh, yeah. have trended now to get used to drinking more in the house. Mm hmm. The early closing. We're going to have to retrain people oh, to we'll come know. out and get whacked late at We well, were also talking about late like, hours. You know, will yeah.
4: be like, a, in a year from now, I'll be like, oh, we're staying open until midnight.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm so used to being in bed at 11. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But because uh, yeah, when, when people are like in in the Blue Note, especially, they're in and they know they're only out for two, maybe three hours. So they're just like, what is your hardest liquor? What is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty... you have any Bacardi 151? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, and it's like, there you go, there's a, like, a, a hazy little thing from Sierra Nevada, like, you know, it's big. And they go, give it to me. <laughs> okay, what... yeah yeah
4: well, There's the story of the, uh, the father and son talking, the uh, little fella, and the dad says, I'm so old, I remember when you could smoke in the bars and the son says...
5: What's a bar, Dad? <laughs> Why are you crying? <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, look, we, we, we're kind of wondering, will it will it actually come to an end pre or post next summer? Because I suppose the summer is so important to us because it's such a seasonal town. But, um, like, if there isn't a line of sight on a vaccine by March or so, we're kind of not that hopeful that we're going to have much of a summer next year. So it's down to whether we lose two summers or one summer really for us. But the big thing that's coming out of this, I think one of the positives I think that came out of it is uh, because the pubs have never closed before. um, People have realized the importance of the pub uh, in in Ireland now as, as the kind of the social center. I mean, it is the cafe, it is the parish hall, it's the town hall, it's where everything happens. So like, um, it's been recognized really since it closed that there, people don't have that social outlet and that kind of whole gathering of people for after a ga match or after a gaelic football match or hurling match or uh you know where you go in for the news and a friday evening at five o'clock when you're having a quick pint on the way home all of that stuff everyone has now realized kind of more than ever that the importance of the pub uh, for ireland in particular so i think like, I'd be very hopeful that it's going to come back. I mean, it's very missed. It's very lamented at the moment that people can't do what they normally like to do in Ireland. So, And everyone has also realized that it's a critical part of the tourism offering here, that, like, without the pubs being open as normal, there's no crack. The crack is in the pubs, you know, so. And, and it's very evident, even the tourist board and various other p- people out of previously would have been slightly anti-alcohol. They're all kind of saying, well, we need the post to be open for this to be of any crack and for to get Ireland back to the way it used to be. So if nothing else, I'd say one of the positives that came out of it is people now realize the importance of the pub uh, and and it's recognized now. Whereas before it was a little bit taboo and it was getting into that whole anti-alcohol discussions that's been going on for the last few years. But people go to the pub for a lot more than that as well. So, um, sure. and, you know, so we're hoping that. That when we come back, we'll bounce back fairly hard because the, the, it's been sorely missed. Yeah.
4: So it brings me back to like the mention of prohibition. That, that, that's what it feels like here, you know. Oh, yeah. It's the alcohol that's bad. It's the it's the bar that's bad. Like you know, the uh, mm. it's the late night that's bad. It's all like a uh, you, you know, and basically, it, it feels like prohibition. Yeah. I, I would like to, to explain to the listeners and to the lads in Ireland. That like so, we're actually sitting in a, a, one of my bars called the Goat, which we opened at the end of January. We we're open for five weeks before we got shut down. Now I've, I've just decided to close it down again because business is, is so bad. You know, it it, had, it was only open for five weeks, and then we had pittered around the last month or two. But it's just like uh, it's just it's not good. But like so, I'm a uh, I'm a, a well I'm regrouping here as such. But to give you something positive, I, what I do, uh, what is really, so like, so Fergus pub, uh, there's a like a twelve and seven blocks down the road. Like, but we 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 do have a, a business organization there, from the Midtown Village Merchants Association. So we, we in June we started like petitioning them with the city to try and get the street closers down. We've, uh, in a, like a little cross section, we have like 20 restaurants and bars and stuff like that. So, so we have a, a big cross now, whereas uh, like the 12th street or 13th street is shut off and Samson street is shut off there. And So we, uh, we're out, uh, so this is, we're out, it's basically, it looks like a street festival every day, but, but so all our restaurants, are, like we're outside every day. like so i see everybody so much more and the camaraderie is absolutely great so the uh you know like so let's say we were busy this time last year everybody's busy inside in the bar but now like everybody's busy but they're outside you're seeing the managers and the bartenders and the way like every day outside and it's just like a uh, everybody sending each other food and stuff like that it's it's just it's really fun and positive and uh, and, and it feels good, you
1: know. Yeah, and I think that's that's part of the. I think that's part of the spirit that will maintain through, you know, through the bullshit, however long it lasts. And Johnny, I thought you brought up a great point as well about the, you know, the value of the pub in general. And I think that's it's here too. You know, there's like there's a reason every pub here has regulars. You know, um, right. it's because they find home there. You know, and they find uh, what they want there. And they go to that particular pub to get that right, like, and you know, if that's the place where you go get your news or get your, you know, catch up on the gossip and who, what's going on, then that's where you go to get it. But it's very similar in Ireland too. It's not too dissimilar here. I think it's much more concentrated in Ireland. It's much more part of the community there, um, especially in the in the smaller towns. You know, where it's where it's absolutely the lifeblood. So, it, 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 I agree with you. I think it is crucial that they find a way to to figure this out because uh, you know it's it is the you know the, it is the cafe it is the bar it is the newsworthy place it's the it's the it's the gathering point for people to to actually like one another and and, and like one another in large groups mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. which is something that's hard to do anymore so. yeah
0: so with with that i mean what what do you guys think people can do that want to help or do more to at least support you guys in, in a time when it's yes, kind of tough <laughs> <laughs>
1: Send your you send us all your yeah. coin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but seriously, I mean if there's anything else that I guess i i know that there's been a lot of outpouring on you know, to help staff and that on Facebook and other social media platforms to try and get them through. The initial phase when it kicked off first, I I, I saw a lot of that where there's like I had
2: GoFund, a GoFundMe at both spots for the staff and mm-hmm. um, and they got a few a few bucks out of that. But it was nice. and um, but you know, it was just Regulars, generosity, different people. Um, And then what I've tried to do is with these PPP loans is keep on. The guys who wanted to stay with me, I pay them the whole time, which, you know, it uses it up fast, believe you me. But you find out who really are your most loyal guys and the ones who will go through everything for you. And also the same with your regulars. You see people coming in, you know, do you need anything, kind of help with anything. And, you know, it is what you just try and adopt and improvise it. It's funny. We were closed. <laughs> we were closing. Nobody slide inside um, when we first reopened. I heard from about a dozen regulars like, "Jesus Christ! I've never seen the toilets as clean in all my life." <laughs> like, <"Did you laughs> like, stranger, Nicole, <laughs> like, shut up get
3: back outside. <laughs> it's it, it is the regulars that are going to get us through this. I mean, on, on a positivity and on a traders organization like go back and both of those. So like, Stephen John, we've got like an organization called the West End Traders. That has spent over ten years trying to market this part of town as a kind of tourist destination, and the biggest positive thing there is that it failed miserably. Um, because <laughs> <laughs> it is the a reg- a regular part of town, and that's that is who's going to buy. And they're coming in and buying the growlers and the cocktails. You know, yeah. uh,
1: even for so. That's Well, uh, it, it, Mal. It's also the coolest part of town. So you don't want all the fucking tourists back there. <laughs> so, like uh,
3: do yourself a favor, but watch out for the
2: hipsters. For Christ's sake, watch out for the hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> They'll ruin any good business. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sitting over a pint for
5: four hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I yeah. think uh, just take like there if, if people can. You know, a lot of people are being kind of innovative and pivoting into things like takeaway and, you know, like as we're trying to do, do good quality craft cocktails for, you know, click and collect. So I think if people can support their local businesses more than, you know, more than ever, I think, uh, you know, it'll, get, it'll help get everyone through it. I mean, you need to support your local, you need to support the local neighborhood, you need to support the local business, be yeah. it the flor- whatever, the dry cleaner, whoever, just, just to try and support the people that are that are, are, are employing local people and spending their money locally. Yeah, so, I, know, I, I saw, it, I saw yeah.
1: that, not to cut you off, John, but I saw that Tri- City Tribune uh, piece that you were quoted in the other day, mm. and, and I, I thought it was pretty um, – I, 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 I liked – there was a call out in there that said, you know, your local pub – Uh, is probably the is probably the supporter of your GAA hurling club Uh, that's what's on their jersey it's not Target it's not Walmart yeah you know like the the big box people are not supporting your local club you are yeah so now in return you know give that back to Mm -hmm. you know give that back to your pub or give that back to your local business that's doing doing that has been doing that for you so yeah. so I agree with that. I think it's you know local people need to support local businesses more than ever. And you know, as we come into you know Black Friday and you know small business day um post that I think this is uh, even more even more important. yeah
5: and tip heavy. Uh, and tip <laughs> like oh tip like yeah. I think it
2: that, yeah. now right. people yeah. uh, are like Thirty percent. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely yeah. um, <laughs> but one thing that I have to say we're gonna lean into more uh both bars, we're starting to do like uh family packages you know like saying okay we'll do a meal for four come and pick it up you know take it away whatever be it just you know comfort food shepherd's pie lasagna whatever whatever we can do and also as for catering parties we used to do our bread and butter was always parties 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 so now what i'm trying to do is promote okay you might not be able to have the party here why not let us bring it to your house
1: Right, so become more catering, it or it's not up. like
2: yeah. you know you're just dropping off the food. So, then, like you you Johnny's
1: know. idea with the cocktails, both with the food yeah. as well, right? Yeah, okay. and we can
2: and we can also do uh, beer, wine, cocktails, whatever you yeah. want as right. well. But I would think a lot of people will lean more towards the food because you know they can buy the booze themselves cheaper. I think. Sure, but, but one stop. They'll, they'll also get yeah. a little. Bit. They'd also buy a little six packs. That's what we're seeing. Six packs more. Yeah. Oh, We have we have guys who come in, three or four different guys. One gal come in and get a double Basil Hayden Manhattan to go every <laughs> effing day. Like, I mean, that's day. like a $28 cocktail, e- is it? Every really? single day <laughs> God bless him. Manhattan, stuff like that. We're seeing a lot of, they just get them it's to go, like, and we put them in the quart containers and oh, they're away to the races.
1: Here's your straw, buddy. <laughs> Drink it on the way home. Get another one on the way back.
4: Uh, yeah. sure that. <laughs> that guy is uh, getting his base double Basil Hayden. He, he could. He can have a box you know, no
1: like but it, it's he's supporting but he also wants that pub experience. He wants
4: something else, you know. Yeah, like, when he comes in to like, like, get
2: it he's
1: there for five or ten minutes with having a bit of crack, you know. Yeah. You. Yeah. Mm. I get it. Mm. I, I I totally get it. I mean we're all consumers. You know, at the end of the day we all go to a, a pub of our own, even if it's not one you own, you know, that you like to go to. Um so, you know, I, there there's moments uh, where I totally miss them too. So uh, so yeah, people
4: are sometimes, somebody sitting in the pub and then we were chatting and then I'd say, are you in the, uh, they'd come up, oh, no, I'm not in the business at all. And I said, yeah, you are, you're, you're, you're in the restaurant, you're, you're in the consumer end of it. Of the you restaurant very, business, yeah. You're
3: a very yeah. necessary part yeah. of the uh, <laughs> Yes, of the, of the cycle, business.
1: yeah. Oh, no, brilliant. Well, um, gents, I'm conscious of time. I know we've gone over a bit here, but this has been a fantastic hour uh, fantastic. and change. So really enjoyed Play, it. So yeah, really I'd like to
4: finish off with a quote from uh, President Donald J. Trump. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Grab him by the pussy.
5: I can't get to the
2: presidential library. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. bring bring your own crayons. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: in the, in the, on the cover of Playboy. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thanks, thanks, fellas. Um, Mal, cheer, cheers for for joining this motley crew. Um, you know, great guys. Uh, as soon as we can travel back, I'm sure uh, we'll be back to see us all. Yeah, so. so uh,
4: should, should let Mal and Johnny know. Like, so the uh, you know, I haven't been to Ireland since uh, July of last year, and now Becky hasn't been
2: in August. Of August of last year. January. I was there, Johnny.
4: Uh, but like, so the, there's actually a crew, uh, of uh, our, our Irish crew, guys and girls, are heading to Purdue's Pub for brunch at New. Yes. Because they were looking for, you know, they were, they're searching this because we'd all usually, I'd be back two or three times a year, you know, for yep. long weekends, and then with the family in the middle of the summer and all that. But, like, you know, I haven't been there in the, in like what, since July of last year. and they, So everybody's, like, craving that, like the home at the moment as such. You know. Yeah,
1: so we're meeting. We're meeting a, a few uh, select You've met them before, I think. John, Anne, Marie, and and Karen, and a few others. Mm. We're going to meet them at Fergie's after for a quick jar just to well, check it's in. And, it, it's brunch, yeah. you know. uh, Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. i, I, was, a, I sim- was mad to be at the black sheep. Simil- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fer, 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 Fergie hijacked, Fergie
2: that's Fergie that's hijacked that's it again. You're taking it <laughs> seriously. We'll let you know
5: how that wagon goes in an hour, lads.
4: We'll <laughs> <laughs> There's will yeah, update yeah.
2: James on his uh, excursion through sobriety. <laughs> 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 <gaving away> <laughs>
4: <laughs> um,
2: apparently, JP is quoted
4: sort of the same. like, you know, for, like, he loves to go to the AA meetings where, like, the best story is for a dollar. It's the best, <laughs> best story I've for a dollar.
2: It's so odd. Do you think our stories are good?
1: Fuck me. All right. Tough notch. All right, chats. Well, all, right, all right, guys. Much, Much love. Yeah. We'll we'll yeah. I look forward to seeing <laughs>
3: you
4: all in person and having a pint with That would be great. Have yeah. uh, you both say now, let's don't let that man Fergie put his hand in his pocket.
5: <laughs> he won't <tell>, anyway.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. Yeah. Short arms and deep pockets. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 it like it's
2: a was Tyrannosaurus Rex.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who keeps his wallet in his heel?
3: <laughs>
1: um, okay, All right, well, this was great, right, thanks a million back back. for all the time. See you guys. Take care. Bye, like, bye, bye bye. <laughs>